I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lots of people getting in touch on this topic and we will get to your messages on 086-1800-658. If you've just joined us, we're talking about Adele, award-winning uh, you know, singer-songwriter and uh, actress and comedian. Also numerous awards to her name, by the way, as well. Rebel Wilson. And uh, the subject now in articles on these two women seem to be permanently fixed on their weight loss and less on their creative talents. And what I find increasingly troubling about all of this is the kind of language that is being used to describe their their bodies. We're hearing words like shrinking, unrecognisable, shocking transformation. All these words are being used as compliments, which is quite worrying. Uh, I think that both women, no matter what size they were, they looked great uh, and I admire them for their obvious talents. So why are we seeing, you know, women's bodies being discussed in this way? Joining me now to discuss this is a woman who has body has been discussed a lot. Uh, plus size model blogger. Currently, Miss Voluptuous Rian Thompson from Drogheda is on the line with me now. How are you doing, Rian? I'm good, thank you. Now, am I overreacting? Is this a com- this conversation about Rebel Wilson and Adele and their unbelievable shrinking forms? It's get- is that getting a little bit too much, or am I overreacting here? It's a very difficult topic because the problem is is that these ladies, both of them, I think, were role models to two girls who were some plus size. Like it is nice to see some plus size girls in the media, um, for especially girls who are insecure to see that you know they can be successful in their sort of fields um and the problem is it's, it's they actually were both completely different cases adele was just her weight was nothing to do with her talent mm. that was just her weight was separate from it and rebel took the other side of the coin where she would almost say the joke before anyone else did yes you actually have two different types of ways of dealing with it as well then as i think it has taken a bit of a turn, unfortunately, where it is t- pulling some role models out of the media. And you're right. And actually, I was speaking to my husband about this the other day, and he's like, do you know what? They've got so many awards. They have so many things about them. And right now, you'd swear that they've, you know, beaten COVID. Yes. People are talking about their weight loss. This is <laughs> exactly going it. going on saying how proud they are of them and how strong they are. And it's like, well, they've got many, many other accomplishments besides this. 
Yes, and it is. It's like they've, you know, won the Olympics or something, the way people are going on about how how they've been transformed. The other thing that I wanted to consider as well, and I've been looking up on this, Wilson, Rebel Wilson herself said that the industry would only take her seriously as an actress if she lost weight. Now, this is something we do see time and time again. And I'm quoting her here. She says, it's difficult for people to imagine me as a serious actress. And I feel that physically I have to show you that I'm different. She says, I'm somewhat transforming myself in order to help transform transforming my career. Uh, she wants if she wants to be a serious actress she needs to be thin is basically the message that she herself even is taking on board you know I mean we all know her her famous role um, you know she even calls herself Fat Amy yeah. in Pitch Perfect you know as you said you know she's getting into the joke before somebody else now she wants to be considered serious so that means a full body transformation that to me is quite concerning too you see this again and again. Like I think my my first memory of this was Sophie Dahl, who only yes. became famous because she was a plus size model on the catwalk, and she was one of the earlier models who did that, and then became six in because she felt the media pressure, and then any Joanna Hill as well. It, it goes for men as well mm. as women, and it feels like that. I think the, if you are plus size, you are often the support role, but I did feel like Rebel Wilson was stepping out of that. So it's such a shame that even she feels that she needs to change to make herself a serious actress. And it is such a shame the media is like that at the moment. I think it is changing slowly, Mm. but it's still very reliant on looks. It really is. And, you know, as somebody like yourself who's in the public eye, you know, you're well known for being a plus size model. Your body is very much celebrated in competitions like Miss Voluptuous. What is it like having that scrutiny? I imagine you get both positive and negative comments. Yeah, I'm I'm quite lucky with regards. I've not had too much negative. OK, great. Um, the only thing I have had, I suppose, is people saying, am I promoting obesity? Mm. And no, not promoting obesity at all. I, I try to go healthy that's also a huge part of my campaign is when I I show me going to the gym I show me eating healthy Um, it's just I believe that every sort of body and every sort of person should have representation so that impressionable minds can look for someone in the media and not feel like they're unable to do so Yes, and I mean, I follow you on Instagram. You have such a great Instagram, by the way. And you have so many just fabulous photo shoots and everything else there in, in uh, you know, the, the, the Instagram posts and everything else. I mean, you look like you are just so happy and comfortable in yourself. You exude confidence. That is something I imagine that does not happen overnight. Oh, no, I, I was always, I was big from birth. I always made jokes because I was two, almost two months early uh, and already large, so they should have known back then that I was going to be big. <laughs> but, um, I've always made, I've always been large, so it's not like something that snuck upon me. Um, and I think, yeah, there are two ways of going about it. Then you either tend to be the class clown and liking all the attention, which is what the route I went down, <laughs> or you go into the more sheltered sort of route. And I'm lucky that I never let the comments affect me. I never, I I sort of lived up to it. It's like, okay, if you're going to comment on me, let me give you something to comment about. (laughs) Okay, kind of like the way Rebel Wilson was as well. Yes, which is why I suppose she was one that I would consider like not a role model. But when we have to talk about that, I I liked the fact that she was like that because I could understand that was sort of the effect that I did. Mm. 
No, there's always days where you feel insecure. Majority, I'm probably the worst critic of my photos. Really? Oh my God. Well, they look they look fairly flawless now to me. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are days where you feel insecure and there's, you're staring at a picture going, oh no, this angle's awful and everyone else is looking at it going, that's great. I'm like, nope. No. <laughs> you see, and this is something that, that everyone does, absolutely, you know, from time to time. But, you know, you uh, are in a situation where you've been involved in a huge, prestigious catwalk show at London Fashion Week. You were invited along uh, to do this, you know, obviously an amazing experience. You've been invited back, you know. So as you mentioned, we are seeing slowly but surely change. I mean, what was it like walking the catwalk with uh, p- women of all different sizes? That was absolutely amazing. Um, I've I've never done it before. I've done lots and lots of catwalks, but London Fashion Week is is a different sort of ball game, I suppose. There is um, a plus size London Fashion Week, but this was mainstream London Fashion Week, and we were the first plus size girls used in mainstream. Amazing a group of us. So there was a lot of media attention around that, and it's actually a different designer who has approached me this time. So I'm looking forward to it. Thank goodness it's not till the winter sort of fashion. Okay, next, next year. So we, we're hopefully... I've got time. <laughs> you've got time and hopefully all of this COVID nonsense will be, you know, oh. at least under some sort of control or whatever else. It, uh, it has been a problem because obviously with Miss Luftuous, I have my handover originally on October. Yes. And it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to get over. Uh, okay. Handover, but I am actually... Um, potentially bringing Miss Voluptuous to Ireland. Oh, fantastic. Um, so that this doesn't keep happening. So, because obviously it is difficult to get over sometimes. Yes, yes. So there is talks about me actually setting up Miss Voluptuous in Ireland, <gasps> in the Republic of Ireland. Oh, come back to um, me and let me know yeah. if that's a thing. I would be so happy to, to help you promote it here and, and, to, and to, to celebrate that. But, you know, we were talking there, you know, about the, the types of words, that kind of thing. You know, when you see, you know, somebody like Rebel Wilson, as you said, who kind of mirrors yourself in terms of she liked to joke about herself and all of that. Um, when you see this, you know, uh, images of her now and the word shrinking attached uh, to her and, you know, completely trans- unrecognisable. Is that kind of triggering for somebody like yourself? I think so. Not so much for me, um, but with regards to like body dysmorphia, it's so dangerous to use some of those words. Um, I've done a few talks in schools with teenagers and I always start with trying to get them to list what a model looks like and list what a pageant queen looks like. And then I surprise them. But and they sort of use those words very literal and they mm. will take those words very literal. Um, and someone who has body dysmorphia who, who may not appreciate the, the beauty of the body they have, they will be trying to emulate that. Mm. Mm. And I mean, we were talking about this, you know, the the other day as well. There was a, a study done that a third of girls aged from 11 right up to the 20s, they were surveyed. Uh, they are not posting images of, of themselves online unless it's heavily filtered and altered. And that's just so concerning. So when, we're, when we see words are shrinking, it's just reinforcing all of that again. Yeah, it's a completely different time from when I was young. Mm. Like, you know, don't get me wrong, I was... People say I invented the selfie because I kept on taking photos of myself back then. <laughs> it's <was>, uh, <laughs> plausible, but you can tear up those pictures. Um, but, you know, now you have all this pressure. Like, we used to dress 
however we wanted. No one would like be around with cameras. Mm. And if you look at the teenagers now, they have to be so done up and so beautified at such a young age. And there's so many sort of cyberbullying if you don't look perfect all the time. And it's not just girls, it is boys as well. I used to work in a hospital and I'd say there's equal amount boys with with uh, eating disorders as women. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. This yeah. is not something that just affects women. Absolutely not. This can affect uh, so many men as well. So what do you think then? You know, do, we, do you think we'll ever get to a stage then when we won't have uh, the, the body, the form, the human anatomy under so much scrutiny in the media? Oh, I would like to say yes. I thought we were getting there, but then this is happening. <laughs> so I think it's slowly changing. I just don't think it's happening quick enough. Um, like the fact that the likes of, of myself did Fashion Week shows that wouldn't happen years ago. Mm. That was someone of my size would never have gone near that stage. And I mean, that could only be a good thing. And the fact that you're going back again, yeah. as you mentioned, to, to, to London Fashion Week. And, you know, I wish you all the very best of luck with that and with bringing Miss Voluptuous to, to Ireland. I'm very excited about that. But for now, Rian, thank you so, so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you very much.